everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you watching our broadcast. And today I want to encourage you to pay very close attention to the message that I'm sharing with you because we're going to be talking about the life of faith. Now the Bible says that it's impossible to please God without faith. That is Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. I want to read that to you. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So once again, it is impossible to please God without faith. Now, everyone that goes around saying, well, you know, we heard that faith stuff and that was just a fad. That was just a movement. It's over. Well, what they're saying to me is this. If they're not living by faith, then they're not pleasing God. It's that simple. If you're not living by faith, then you're not pleasing God. And I don't know about you, but I want to have the testimony that Jesus had, and that is this. He said, I do only those things that please my Father. And it is obvious that Jesus was a faith man, praise God. In fact, nearly everybody that he ministered to, and uh, when he taught them how to release their faith, he said, now your faith has made you whole. So he was not only a man of faith, he was not only a, a, a creature of faith, you might say, but he also taught faith, he preached faith, he demonstrated faith, and he commended people for using their faith and receiving their healing and their deliverance. And so, folks, today you and I are expected by God to live by faith. Now, I want to read to you from uh, Hebrews once again, and it says that uh, chapter 10 and verse 38, now the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Who are the just? Those are the people that have accepted what he did at Calvary. He gave his life. He shed his blood. And the Bible now calls you justified. And the Bible also says that the just shall live by faith. Now, that is not a suggestion. That is a command. The just shall live by faith. Once again, that's not, only the, uh, th that's not the only place that he refers to this statement, Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 4, the just shall live by faith. And Galatians chapter 3 and verse 11, the just shall live by faith. So it's recorded three different times in the Bible that the just shall live by faith. Do you think he's serious about this? Do you believe that this is the way that he has designed for you and me to live? Once again, it's not a suggestion. It is a command. The just shall live by faith. Say with me, I'm the just and I shall live by faith. Now, another translation says that the just shall have their lives sustained by their faith. That means provided for. That means they are supplied through their faith. That's how you receive everything that God has promised in his word. He has promised to supply all your needs. He's promised to provide for you. God is our provider. Uh, the Bible says that if we uh, seek Him, that, that we can count on every need being met, that we will not want for any good thing, praise God. And so that's how God provides for you is through your faith. So once again, faith is not some kind of movement. It's not some kind of fad. It's not just a passing fancy. It is a lifestyle. It is the way God has designed for you and me to live. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2, Jesus is the author of our faith. If Jesus is the author of our faith, do you think that he would design something that would only last temporarily 
it would only uh, be usable for a short time. No, he's the author and he's also the finisher or the perfecter of our faith. This is something that he has designed for us to live by for the rest of our lives. Now, the New Living Translation, Hebrews 10, 38 says, My righteous ones will live by faith, but I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. Let me read that again. My righteous ones will live by faith, but I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. So that simply means that if you start out living by faith and then you get talked out of it, or you hear some other teaching that says that faith movement is over and you quit living this way, then the Bible says, God himself says, I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. Now, if God has no pleasure in you, do you think that all of your needs are going to be supplied, that all of your wants and desires are going to be fulfilled? Not so. If God takes no pleasure in you, then how can you think that your prayers will be answered, that your needs will be supplied? No, it's the people that walk by faith, that live by faith. That's who God responds to. See, God uh, it not only responds to faith, but faith activates God. It puts God in movement, praise God. He's moving toward you and moving toward the fulfillment of every need in your life. But it's required by you and me that the just shall live by faith. Now listen to this statement. To refuse to live by faith is to disappoint God. I'm going to say it again. To refuse to live by faith is to disappoint God. I want the same testimony that Jesus had. The Bible says in John chapter 8 and verse 29, Jesus speaking, I always do those things that please him. And was Jesus a man of faith? He certainly was. And now he says that I do only those things which please him. If you want that same testimony, then you're going to have to make a quality decision that you're going to live by faith. You're going to walk by faith. Your life is going to be sustained by your faith. One of my favorite scriptures has always been 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Praise God. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And how do we overcome the world? This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now, for the people that go around saying that that faith movement is over and we don't need that faith teaching anymore, what they're saying is, um, I don't have any way to live in victory either because faith is the victory that overcomes the world. In other words, faith is the method through which victory over the world is obtained by you and by me. So don't listen to those lies, folks. Don't, don't quit studying the Bible. Don't quit living by faith. Don't, don't quit feeding your faith on the Word of God because you're going to need your faith more in the, in the days to come than you've ever needed it before. Because if you haven't noticed, it's getting tougher out there than it's ever been before. But still, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So no matter what comes our way, we have a way to live in victory. No matter what the devil has on his agenda, 
we have a way to overcome it, and it is through our faith in God and our faith in His Word. So living in faith can only be obtained, or living in victory can only be obtained by living by faith. It is a vital component to living in total victory. In the biblical command, the just shall live by faith, in the literal Greek, that word shall implies destiny. It is your destiny to live by faith. It is my destiny to live by faith. You know, I really don't have a choice in the matter. It's the way God has designed things. I like to say, you play by His rules, and His rule is the just shall live by faith. It's my destiny. I was born to live this way. You were born to live this way. It's, it's God's design that we are to live by faith, and as we do, then He promises that our faith will cause us to live in total victory, praise God. Notice that it's not merely a suggestion, but it is a command. The just shall live by faith. We're destined to live by faith because we were created in His image, created in His likeness. And isn't it true that He is a God of faith? He is a creature of faith. Faith created His faith, created the world's. Everything that God created, He did it through faith. And we are a partaker of His nature. The most natural thing for you and I to do is to live by faith. But, you know, we weren't raised that way, uh, most of us. Uh, we weren't taught at an early age how to live by faith. Maybe you heard you ought to have faith if you went to church. And maybe you heard, uh, here's what you could do if you had faith. But very seldom did we ever hear how to get it how to use it, but we knew we ought to have it. But the Bible is very clear on how to have faith, how to develop faith, and how to use faith. And not only that, but teach you how that you can develop a lifestyle of faith. So I want to encourage you once again, don't listen to the lies that tell you that faith is just this movement and it's over and now we're ready to move on to something new. No, sir, we are to live by faith for the rest of our lives. Throughout eternity, we are going to live by faith. When He created Adam and Eve, He created them to be creatures of faith. He designed them to live by faith. Everything they were to do was to be by faith. And that assignment was on them. But then you know what happened. They committed high treason against God. They disobeyed. And as a result of it, their faith was perverted to fear. And notice the moment that God came walking through that garden and asked Adam what happened, the Bible says he was afraid. Notice before this all occurred, Adam was a man of faith. The Bible says that God walked and talked with him in the cool of the day. And notice he was not afraid of God. Why? Because he had God's faith. He was a creature of faith. But the moment he committed high treason against God, and disobeyed God, his faith was perverted to fear. And the next time that God came through that garden, the Bible says Adam was afraid. So you could say that fear is the very opposite of faith. Faith activates God. Fear activates the devil. Do you remember what Job said? Job said, uh, that which I have so greatly feared has come upon me. What happened? His faith was perverted to fear. And now he says, everything that I fear has come to pass in my life. 
<clears throat> so you could say this. Faith brings the good things that God has promised, and fear brings the dread that the devil has promised. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, and fear is the substance of things dreaded. Excuse me while I have a drink of water. So it's important that you know that God created you to be a creature of faith. It's the most natural thing for you and I to live by faith, particularly after you make Jesus the Lord of your life. He redeemed you. He bought you back through his shed blood <clears throat> so that you don't have to live in fear, so that you don't have to live in dread, so that you don't have to live uh, uh, without the promises being fulfilled in your life. God has designed for you to have everything that he has promised, but the way he's designed to get it to you is through your faith in him and faith in his word. So once again, fear is the opposite force of faith. Fear activates Satan and faith activates God. So how do you develop your faith? It's very simple. The Bible says in Romans 10, uh, chapter, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Every word of God is filled with his faith. It is his container for his faith. So as you spend quality time in the word, every time you're in the word, the Bible says, faith cometh, faith cometh, faith cometh. What happens? Every time faith cometh, then faith increaseth. Hallelujah. Every time you're in the word, faith comes. And every time faith comes, faith increases. You know, we all start out, the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, that God has given to every man the measure of faith. That word measure in the little Greek is metron, and it means a, a portion taken from. It means a portion taken from God's faith. You have that God kind of faith. And so when you're born again, when you receive Jesus as the Lord of your life, then God deposits into your spirit the measure of faith. And the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we all start out with the exact same measure. You didn't get more faith than I did. Oral Roberts didn't get more faith than you did. Kenneth Copeland didn't get more faith than you did. But the difference between Oral Roberts' faith, Kenneth Copeland's faith, Kenneth Hagin's faith, the men that you know that had great faith, the difference between them and some other Christians is they took the measure that God gave them when they were born again, and then they developed it, they increased it by spending quality time in the Word. You see, when I first came into this in 1969, God gave me the measure of faith, but I found out how to grow that measure. I found out that it would increase, and I did so by spending quality time in the Word. Every time I was in the Word, faith grew. Every time I studied the Bible, faith grew. And now, today, I'm not operating in the same measure of faith that I had in 1969. My faith has grown, praise God. And now, I'm operating in a much higher level of faith, and things are happening so much quicker, and things are happening so much faster because my faith has gone to another level. And you can do the exact same thing. So you have to make a quality decision. I'll never forget when Kenneth Copeland came and preached the message of faith in 1969 
and I began to hear it for the very first time. I remember one of the services that Brother Copeland preached, and he made this closing remark. You have to make a quality decision to live by faith. I went up to him after the service and I said, sir, what do you mean by a quality decision? He said, a decision that you'd stake your life on. I said, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to live by faith. I make the quality decision to do so beginning today. And folks, I've been living that way now for 48 years and I have this testimony, faith works. Hallelujah. Faith produces. Faith overcomes the world and the same can happen to you. Listen, I want you to watch this announcement. We have some very special products to make available for you. And I want to encourage you to listen very closely and be sure to place your order for this product because I know it's inspiring, it's energizing, and it will change your life. Listen now, and then I'll be back in just a few moments. Every day in your life is precious. The choices you make, whether together or alone, hold the keys to your future. How do we, as believers, live life the right way as God has intended us to live it? Introducing the Life of Faith Package, brand new curriculum by Dr. Jerry Savelle. You will learn how to release your faith and how to see beyond your present circumstances, to look at your life through the eye of faith. In this study, you will discover that your faith has the ability to grow to a level that will not only sustain you, also can sustain others. The Life of Faith package includes the Life of Faith book, Life of Faith study guide, and eight sessions on DVD and CD. Living by faith is not a suggestion. It is a biblical command. The Bible teaches us that it is impossible to please God without faith. So why wouldn't you want to live by faith? Whether in a study group or by yourself, the Life of Faith package will show you how to live by faith, how to overcome the world by faith, and how to be the winner that God called you to be. If you would like to receive your own Life of Faith package, which includes the Life of Faith book, study guide, and eight sessions on DVD and CD, call and request or go to jerrysavelle.org. Discover the life God wants you to live, the life of faith. I am Jeremiah Emmanuel. This is my partner story. In the back of my Bible, there are sermons back there. And one of those sermons was from uh, Dr. Jerry Savelle, and it was titled The Authority of the Believer. After studying through that sermon and realizing the power I had in God, I felt led to search the internet for anything I could find from Dr. Savelle. From there, I found Heritage of Faith Christian Center. And while I was watching one of their online services, the Lord had told me in my heart, go to Crowley and you would be blessed. So we came down here in June just for a church visit. Uh, My wife and I didn't quite understand why we were coming down, but we were just wanting to follow what God told us to do. During an amazing church service there, we felt the leading of the Lord to make this our church home. So we didn't know what we were gonna do. We were totally intimidated by the fact of moving all the way from Tulsa to Texas in three weeks. But we knew that if God was asking us to do do this, he would supply us with everything we needed to be successful. One morning while I was serving at the church, an opportunity opened up 
when someone came by the church and let me know that there was an opening here at Jerry Savelle Ministries International in their shipping department. Now, I, I'm completely used to working in call centers and customer service jobs and things like that, so working in a shipping department was totally different for me, but I, I felt God telling me to take this opportunity to seize the provision he put forth. So I went ahead and came to the ministry to ask about this open job. I did receive the job and I started in October of 2015. Now, it's a totally different job that I, than I, anything I was ever used to, but I knew that I was, I was here. God was working on restoring my life in bigger and better ways than I could have ever tried to. Only a few months after I started working in the shipping department, an opportunity opened up to manage the prayer and partner arm of this ministry, where we deal one-on-one -on -one with partners doing the things that I used to do in those call center jobs I did before. It was absolutely perfect the way God used that old knowledge to supply a gift to be used at this ministry. As I've gone on serving this ministry in each of the areas that I've worked in, I keep going by keeping myself grounded in the Word and in all the teachings from Dr. Savell, everything that he puts out, all the information he gives us, it just provides so much knowledge for us to be able to live the life of faith God has called all of us to live. I am eternally thankful to Jerry Savell Ministries and the partners of the ministry that help to make all these materials available to people hungry for the Word so that way they can have that one piece of information to get their life back on track in the right way. I am Jeremiah Emanuel. This is my partner story. Man, I love these testimonies. I love it when people write to us and share with us what God is doing in their life, things that they've learned from the Word of God that they've learned on this broadcast and from our teaching materials. And I love it when people share their testimonies and how that they overcome adversity, how that they've overcome a failure and defeat. And, and you know, it's, it's so exciting when people write to you and let you know, uh, particularly, I mean, I love these favorite testimonies because that's my favorite subject, teaching on the favor of God. But also, I have several testimonies here of people experiencing debt cancellation. Listen to this one. Um, here's one from Julie. I had been believing for debt cancellation. I got a letter in the mail from the bank saying $20,000 worth of debt was canceled and forgiven. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't that amazing? You know, I rejoice with Julie, and some of you might be thinking, well, I don't know how God could do that. Well, God doesn't hold you responsible for figuring it out. All He's holding you responsible for is believing that He can and believing that He will. Julie did, and God's no respecter of persons. I believe He'd do the same thing for you. And then here's another one from John, Johanna from New Jersey, and it says, I, had been I have been forgiven of an $11,000 IRS debt. I love your ministry, and I love the way God speaks through you. Thank you for your ministry. $11,000 that the IRS forgave on a debt that she owed. You know, I've said many times, when the IRS starts forgiving your debts, look up, your redemption draweth nigh. I mean, Jesus must be coming soon. Praise God. Now, here's another one about a debt cancellation. Uh, where did I find that one? Yeah, listen to this. My daughter, this is from, uh, he just said D.H. from Texas. My daughter is healed from early stages of rheumatoid arthritis. 
She is also debt-free from tuition of $29,500 as of February 2017. God not only healed her, but he made her whole. Thank you for your agreement in prayer. And I love this. She says, or he, I'm not sure if it's a he or she, because it just signed DH. Partnership rocks. Praise God. That's awesome. Listen, if you have a testimony, I want you to share it with us because these testimonies inspire other people. They'll dare to believe that God could do the same for them. So let me encourage you to send us your testimony. Don't forget our special offer, The Life of Faith Curriculum. This book, my book on the life of faith, included with this curriculum is the study guide on the life of faith. There are eight CDs and there are eight DVDs. Now I'm telling you, if you get a hold of this material and you read the book, you do the study guide, and you watch the DVDs, and you listen to the CDs, I'm telling you, your faith is going to go to another level, just like it did for me when I began to listen to material from Kenneth Hagin, Kenneth Copeland, Oral Roberts, T.L. Osborne. My faith went to another level, and it's been working for me ever since. So don't delay. Let me encourage you to place your order for this curriculum today. It's powerful. It's inspiring. And I, I challenge you to sit down and get with the entire family and read the book, watch the CD, uh, listen to the CDs, and watch the DVDs. And I'm telling you, you're going to become a household of faith. Praise God. I want to also encourage you to go to our new website. There's some great material that, that we've added, updated, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Then also, I want to encourage you to continue to watch our TV broadcast. I want to encourage you to download our magazine. If you don't receive the Adventures in Faith magazine, download that magazine because it's one of the ways that we can continue to sow the Word into you on, on an ongoing basis. So let me encourage you once again, order the material, do it right now, and be sure to watch next week's broadcast as we continue this study on the life of faith. We thank you, partners. God bless each and every one of you. And remember, your faith will overcome the world. Next week. The just shall live by faith. Get that down into your spirit that it's not a suggestion, it is a command. The just shall live by faith.